What's up, guys? Uh, I'm to hear more. I'm Patrick Cloud, and this is another episode of Damn Internet. You scary. Yeah. Welcome back. We're in the studio. In no guest today. It's just the OGs. You know what I'm saying? Having a good time talking we about talking. I know, right? I didn't noticed until just now. Yeah, it's the funeral because YouTube money is dying. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah. What a difference two years makes, man. Twitch, uh, Twitch just dropped some some headline. I forget. I was watching Gary Vee talk about it, but mm-hmm. he was basically talking about how apps come and go and what smart creators have been doing is they get in early, mm-hmm. get the bag, and then dip. Yeah. Whereas there's a lot of people, he said, like himself included, I think I'm like this. Some people just try to like hunker down, hunker down and like go for the long run, yeah. the long run build. But the, I mean, a lot of these places, it's just they're, they're not going to be around together. You be thinking. Hey, apps are the new stocks, bro. It, it is literally that. And YouTube is one of the oldest. Which is crazy to say because it's not even over 30 years old, but Mm -hmm. YouTube is like AT&T, Southwestern Bell. It's like one of those long running stocks and you're hoping for the best right now. But man, it's it's the scary hours right now, man. These yeah. ads ain't popping like the views are down across the board. Crazy. I used man, I used to be getting seventy thousand on uh on uh, Zoom with the homies. Now I'd be lucky to break ten thousand. It's yeah, that's it's crazy. You know what it, I also hear that a lot of videos aren't slipping into the algorithm mm. and people are checking their uh, people who are randomly having spikes of growth, they'll check their analytics and they'll they'll see some ridiculous number like eighty five to ninety percent of their viewers were from recommended mm-hmm. and like ten were from people just coming to their page. I was thinking like, okay, I want people to just come to my page every now and then. It don't work like that no, no more. You got to slip into that algorithm. It's crazy. I, like, now let me find out that that people are paying to get better placement on the on the algorithm. On the yeah. I mean, honestly, uh, that makes sense. Because that's how it is with like Facebook ads and yeah. Instagram ads. They'll be like, we'll promote it, but there's money tears. I'm like, how's that even work? Nah. <laughs> I'm sick of it, bro. It's like every time we find a way to make some decent money that is not in the system of the nine to five grind, grind it's, it, it gets snatched, snatched away from us. And it's so frustrating because it's like you want to promote independence. You want to promote entrepreneurship. You want to promote uh, being your own person and, and free thinking. And then it gets to a point where it's like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? I mean, to play devil's advocate, uh, we are part of the problem because no one wants to watch ads. So as further we get away from people wanting to see ads, the further we get away from the money. It's a great. I hate ads. Yeah. I will go through extreme lengths to get around them, but then I ask people to watch Right. Mine. And here's the thing. That's like when YouTube gives us the option to do it, right? Not just skip it, but buy premium so you don't even have ads. It's like, bro, Ooh. if you're going to penalize me for your invention... I never thought about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean like that's more what they care about. If they're getting, if they're racking it up on the subscriptions Absolutely. and you're getting less mm-hmm. because people are skipping the ads, that's better for them either way. They're yeah. like, we don't care. <laughs> Shit, you got to just be this? Mr. Beast or don't do it at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, I don't even know if that was on this show. I checked his channel and he got like 50 million views in two days. Yeah, we did. Last that was on this channel. Man, wow, that's man, uh... I can't. I can't imagine, but. I don't know. I've never had a job in commissions, uh-huh. so I've never, because like commissions, like your what you get at the end of the month is based on how well you do, right? Mm. Essentially, if you, you do a, well, you're supposed to get more because people are. Yeah, you're supposed to get yeah. a percentage of your sales. Of your sales, and then mm-hmm. that's a baseline. So like when I worked at Carmax, I had a base pay every two weeks versus um, how many cars I sold. So it's, it's crazy because 
CarMax sells in one day typically what car dealerships sell in a month, right? So a car dealership may only oh, they move cranking. Yeah, they yeah. might only move eight to fifteen cars a month in a regular one. Yeah, a regular car dealer, traditional car dealership. CarMax does on a regular fifteen to twenty a day, depending on the location. Seriously? Yeah. Yes. Well, and that's why dealership prices are typically inflated, and there's a lot of those extra fees in that because they need mm. to make more money because they're not selling as many cars per month. But that's also why they have the wiggle room to negotiate with exactly. you and make you say, all right, well, I can take 2000 off. CarMax has no negotiation. Right. The sticker price is what it is. There's no wiggle room. There's nobody running back to the back room talking to the manager. But you get a, like, so if you sold um, four cars in that that two-week span, then you would get a commission off of those four, those four cars. Now, if I remember correctly, the commission was only like $250. For a car? Per not even car. how much it is. Not if the car is 100 k or... It is not that's... a percentage And that's CarMax. That was CarMax. But and dealerships then, is a percentage of the car. Uh, yes, yes. Because CarMax, you would get $250 Damn. off of each sale uh, unless you you know, unless you know got them to sign up for like the extended care policy and all of that type of shit. And then if they came in for an appraisal and they actually sold the car to CarMax, you would get $75 per appraisal. That's still like nothing. That's still nothing. That's you got to think about like that means you got to you you have to move in two weeks to to be cool. You got to move ten plus cars, or you have to do forty five appraisals, and they have to sell. Yeah, and they have to sell. And appraisals days. take hour or more depending on how crowded they are. Mm-hmm. I'm not. My social battery ain't good enough. An appraisal only lasts for seven days, then they have to come back. So sometimes people are like, all right, I'm thinking about it and come back. If they come back on the eighth day, they got to go through the process all over again. I thought when you sold the car, you were like good for the month because of how hard it was. <laughs> Man. <laughs> That's it's, it's, crazy. It, it, is, it is very difficult to do nowadays to figure out a, uh, not even a hustle, just a way to stay above water at this point, man. That's why I, I'm not going to hold y'all. Y'all know I know I don't know a whole lot about sports ball. I, I do not, okay? But <laughs> the last couple weeks, your boy has been going to Sports Center. I've been going and reading online on Yahoo Sports, on Google and everything, trying to get the, this, get more knowledge on this because I signed up with Prize Picks and I was like, I got to get a little extra money in it. Okay, so for those that don't know, Prize Pick is the it is the ultimate uh, DFS, which is daily fantasy sports platform in North America. All right, and they are easily the most exciting way to play DFS. Um, it's just you against the numbers, which I don't. What that's what I prefer. All right, it's a lot of these, um, you know, daily fantasy sports. Platforms, you're going against a thousand people, a hundred people on one bet, and all of these. These people have been following sports all they like. They know how to call. They call them plays before the the players even. Do. I, I I'm not that good. I'm a beginner. I'm a novice in this. Okay, all I have is Sports Center and and Yahoo Sports. Like that's all I got. So for somebody like me, this is amazing because you pick more than or less than on two to six players, and and their stat projections. And you watch the winnings roll in, okay? And by that, I mean, like, the last one I picked um, with the basketball season back up, uh, I was like, Steph Curry uh, for more than 29 points and Jokic for more than 10 rebounds. That right there. That's that's all I'm doing. 
That's about as much as I know, and I'm just basing that off of the past previous two games that they did and Steph being Steph, okay? That's all I got. So I rock with them because they make it so much easier than other platforms, um, and it's actually pretty fun. You know, I ain't betting a whole lot of money, but winning up to 25 times my money this football season, um, you know, basketball season about to hit back, and this is, this is the perfect time to get at this. And... You get to play alongside some of Prize Picks celebrity community members. Meek Mill is one of the bigger members. He's a rapper. Obviously, he's in uh, Prize Picks. Also, comedian Andrew Schultz. You can now find them in community plays under the promos tab of the app. You get to view the entries of some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community. So, this is a way for you to like feel like you're rubbing elbows with the, the rich and famous, but also make your money at the same time without losing too much money, all right? And again, it's the easiest way because you're only picking two to six players and you're only like betting the more than or less than on their performance, on their projected stats, all right? Which is easy to do. It takes, it takes, y'all know I ain't gonna do a whole lot of work on something I ain't know. Like, I, I, I'm not going to do a whole lot of work. So this is easy for me to do. So I suggest you guys, if you're looking to jump into uh, the DFS and, and learn a little bit more about it and make a little extra money, go to prizepicks.com slash DIYS. Use the code DIYS for a first deposit match up to $100. So you put $100, they're going to match you up to that $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash DIYS. Use the code DIYS for a first deposit match up to $100. All right, prize pick. It is the daily fantasy sports made easy. Let's go. A A. Now speaking of sports ball, mm-hmm. did you see Drewski do the fifty yard dash? <laughs> Damn. Is it real? You I, never know what you never know with Drewski, right? Because so he's, he's the ultimate entertainer, right. ultimate performer, and he has ways of like building these narratives in such a way you never see. He's almost like a magician. Yeah, you don't know if it's real or not. You don't know if it's magic. You just like, mm, but this is good, right? This is one of the better ones. Yeah, too. and with the CCTV with no audio, you're left to assume what happened before. But that's the thing. There was after. audio, which is why I'm like, how does it have audio? You hear him uh, going like, whoa, 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 and go, 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 go. Like, oh yeah, you do. You hear I forgot that. about the hour. So it oh. is a, it is a little like, but here's here's why this is such. If this is fake, mm-hmm. this would be. Oh, that's exactly what I thought it was. There's a, that's a fingernail. All right, that's pretty <laughs> gross. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, if the reason why I feel like it could be real is because it seems like. Birdman wouldn't do this. You never know, though. You never, you, you not, really they, never they know. They could have another uh, YMCMB record coming out. It could be the compilation. It could be anything. It could just be his way of uh, staying relevant. Uh, Drewski might have dropped the bag on it. Like, it's, I just, it's so I've many... never seen Birdman do anything funny. Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Unintentionally funny was the Breakfast Club. He interview. was that's the but why why it was funny was because he was dead ass serious. Yeah, even afterwards when it was like this is funny he like tree, he was y'all. dead dead serious. And when you think about the history of Birdman and like those old old videos of Cash Money when Lil Wayne was a kid and Birdman was already rich, uh-huh. it's like damn y'all ain't got no records out. It's like oh okay he's for show in the streets like streets. as a boss. Right. So. If you didn't, if you were Birdman and you came from that environment and you didn't get the joke, yeah, 
it does kind of seem like Drewski is like trying to take all of them. But I can't see Birdman going there doing that himself. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're yeah. a boss, yeah. you call somebody, you send somebody to do something like that. Birdman you're didn't... never at the scene of the crime. Like uh, he was already supposed to be at the Breakfast Club, right? He uh-huh. already had an interview. So that makes sense that he was there, and it makes sense that he tried to set them straight before they got the interview started. Right. Like, don't do don't don't say nothing stupid, right? But this, like, Birdman don't live in LA, I don't think. So he came out here for the sole purpose of checking Drewski. And it's Drewski. It's not it's, it's not like, you know, it's Pusha T or somebody like that. Right. He sat back and let all the Pusha T stuff go and all the other stuff that, that Drake has had beef with, the other rappers and stuff like that, and he pulled up on Drewski? You get no points for intimidating or punking a comedian. Right, but if you actually think... Because Drewski is, like, going up to people like Wayne and Drake and trying to get him to sign them to sign to Coulda Been. Yeah. It's the same <laughs> logo... He's basically doing a parody of Birdman by not paying him and putting him in 360s. So, yeah. like, if the wrong person explained to you what he was doing, like, there's a, I feel like there's a bigger part of me that feels like it could be real than yeah. the normal video that's people don't know, you know, just because it's like you saw the him join into the Instagram live. Like, yeah. that's when I was really just like, damn, I think this nigga Birdman might be serious. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it could have just been a thing where they were in LA at, you know, at the yeah. same time because he did mention like they were in Miami at the same time and yeah. he almost pulled up on him. So I don't know. I don't know, man. Now Drewski's I, making actual money. This do seem like it could be like a little mafia shakedown. Yeah. I, I I think it's I think it's great entertainment. I I, and I hope that's all it is. I hope he don't I get hope, hurt. Yeah, I hope it's not something. So random. Where, I mean, just in the past, I feel like Drewski has been very uh, forthcoming about like when something seriously happens or something like or somebody stole something or you know something like that. Mm-hmm. Most people, when something like that happens, they they come out to like share that 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 part of the story. Um, especially if they don't got a PR team, and Drewski might have a PR team. I just, I'm imagining he don't. Yeah, you know what I mean. So he probably. Uh, does. I don't know. You know what I mean. So I mean, either way though, it was it, it was it was a good addition to the weekend news. Yeah, right. Because could have been is a touring show now. Yeah. They're doing like arenas and shit. They're doing yeah. crazy. So now that he's like actually making money off of it, yeah, I feel like a, a part of me feels like it could be real. Okay. But I just, I just hope, I hope he don't get touched. You're right. That's that'd be all... so random. Like Drewski. <laughs> I mean, I respect Juicy because he has such a unique lane to yeah, for sure to go between comedy and music, blend the two, get the respect from the comedians, get the respect from the music artists, uh, and 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 just did it his way. Right. And he's funny. Drewski puts out, like, quality content, bro. Quality skits. It's, I mean, the jail thing and... Uh, the <laughs> Hadoos B, all of that. Like he he does it in a very unique and very original way. So shout out to Drewski either way. Shout out to Drewski. Yeah. That's so random. So I mean, if you don't know what we're talking about, Birdman's goon snatched this nigga's chain <laughs> <laughs> on camera. Uh, it 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 was even how it like how it happened. Like if it were staged, they probably would have gone a little further than uh-huh. than that. But he pretty much got it snatched, and then they ran. They all ran as a crew, but Birdman uh-huh. didn't even really chase them like yeah. that. You so, see Birdman in the next scene. They he just, they just walked. They're just like casually. walking in a totally different direction. Yeah, we, we came when we said we was gonna do, and uh, there <laughs> that it was is. What much. would you do in a situation where three dudes are about to jump on you? What what do you have a plan? Do you have an exit strategy? Do you have a a go-to? It, it it depends on... I feel like there's different variables in that situation mm-hmm. because if it's a robbery, mm-hmm. 
half like more than half of the time it's probably not worth it just yeah. you just give Absolutely. them the shit and, and and get out safely but now nah, these guys want to fight these guys want to fight it's it's tough because it's like Something like that was mm. a lose lose for Drewski. Yeah. You you know who that is. It's Birdman. He right. has a a way bigger reach, yeah. money and goon wise. So best case scenario, you win the fight and then you're in a worse position. Against three people? <laughs> for retaliation. I don't think you win in against three, three people. I mean, well, I, he had I, his I, people too. Yeah. But if I had three niggas about to jump me. I'm just saying, in this situation, just you against these three people. Fighting three niggas at once nah. is, isn't even the, the option if you are a ninja. I'm 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 getting naked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stripping ass naked. Well, and um, don't let them niggas be from uh, from prison. <laughs> yeah, them niggas fight naked not. a lot. Hopefully they just street niggas, and I get ass naked, grab my dick with both hands. I'm like, all right, I'm slapping the first thing in the face that come close, and hopefully that'll make the nigga. Hey, this nigga's crazy. Yeah, man, they might shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep making this, making it worse and worse. <laughs> That's a good point. I, I forgot about the whole gun element. <laughs> Hey, Drewski leaving was the best thing he could do. Oh yeah, absolutely. The, I mean, he's not even really getting clowned like that on the internet because yeah. he's he's a comedian. He's not yeah. even like he never said he was like gonna put hands on Birdman. Mm. But let's say he defended himself and knocked Birdman out. Ah. He that nigga would be done for. Oh yeah. That yeah. nigga would be done for. Yeah. So just, just get out of That's there. That's when you would see all the other rappers that don't really fuck with Birdman coming up. And he socked that nigga out. And and I got my little homie. Y'all bet not do nothing to it. That's when you would see a lot of other. Because there's only been a couple rappers who have spoken out against Birdman. And they've also done it in very. Who? Rick Ross. Rick Ross has spoke out against Birdman, not Wayne. paying Wayne, not paying DJ Khaled. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's been one of the only vocal big rappers that have spoken out against that. Right. And I was like, respect. And that was coming from a nigga with a lot, a lot of money. I feel like Rick Ross has like a pretty, a pretty thick circle pause. Hey, Mick, <laughs> uh, Rick Ross is on his Magic Johnson shit. He Insane. owns so much shit. Car washes, wing stops, and I think it's another restaurant. Like, because I was wondering, like during the quarantine, he was buying a lot of cars. I'm like, where is this residual income coming from? Because he ain't make, he ain't putting the, the music out like that. He has a lot of franchises wing with the wing stops, stops. and then crazy. Uh, yeah. I, I, I I don't know what else. Real estate. I think he does real estate. He's, he's, he he's his whole thing was I'm a hustler. So yeah. I'm sure he has a whole bunch of like hidden shack endeavors. But you know when someone like that comes out and defends other people, like he didn't pay Manny, he didn't pay him, he didn't pay, and he's listing people who they, they themselves didn't come out and mm -hmm. say he didn't pay me. He, he's probably on some some low key uh, high level gangster <laughs> shit. So I mean Drewski, good good job Drewski. And he's Get cool the fuck with Drewski. Who? Uh, Ross, you know, you, you uh, saw that video where they was in the boxing ring together and he was talking about his shorts. He was like, "You got these shorts on." Ah, uh, nah. so yeah, they, they. I mean, that was the video when Rick Ross was boxing in the gym. He's niggas be doing all of that noise. Oh, you know yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that, that was, was the, the I'm gonna eat it. Yeah. That one. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I didn't know he was with Drewski in that uh, video. I saw a video where they was together. So you know, hey man, we 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 gonna see. We're going to see how this pans out, man. That, I didn't expect to see that on my timeline. Like, Drewski <laughs> getting robbed and them showing off the chains and stuff like that. Like, I don't know how that's going to work with the police. Ah, <laughs> not a good look. Because Birdman was actually in the video. Yeah. Um, that's, that's why I think it might be staged. Because, like, something like that, if somebody, all it takes is one person reporting and now they got to look into it. Right. Which so. is like, I don't know. If, yeah. That's, that's the main thing that's just like, would Birdman do that on camera that randomly? But, yeah. Whom. Whom knows? Um, this nigga Academics is also in some trouble with some rappers. Oh, God, bro. <laughs>
<laughs> Drewski is like un like unfairly getting getting picked on, but academics is in a lot of shit right now. You know what? First, of all, I, I wish I would have ate because isn't just thinking about academics makes my head hurt. I did not eat today. <laughs> I should have, um, and, and and I have no excuse because I got factor at home. I got tired of talking about it. I just went ahead and signed up for it. It's the holiday season. I know I ain't finna be cooking like that. I'm gonna be moving around, filming a lot more, going over people's houses. So, Factor is a great way to get a nutritious and convenient meals, keep you energized for the jam-packed days, which I absolutely need. It's America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, and I'm gonna just keep it all the way funky. They gave me some stuff to say, but I'm gonna just keep it all the way funky with y'all. It is never frozen, okay? Factor comes to you. Chilled, you put it in a refrigerator, you heat it up for two minutes, and you enjoy a delicious, nutritious, flavorful meal. That is perfect for somebody like me. I can heat this up while I'm getting dressed, grab it on the way out of the house, and eat it on the car, in the car, on the way to wherever I'm going, and it is fire. All right. Uh, I shared some with Cam one time when I brought up, I think it was the pork, pork, pork chops I shared with Cam. I, so, yeah. I was not, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I did not expect this to be as flavorful as it was. I was like, man, this is probably made by, you know what I'm saying, some people that don't really be seasoned. This shit, bang. You understand me? It is delicious. They got special occasion meals during the holidays right now, so you get to level up your gourmet plus options. They're prepared by chefs to perform to perfection and ready to eat in record time. Um, so, you know, when you're too busy to, running around to plan for lunch, Factor has to cover one lunch to go effortless, wholesome meals like grain bowls and salad toppers that are ready to eat when you are on the go or whatever. Now, I ain't rocking with that. That ain't what I'm here for. I want some hearty meals. I want something that's going to taste good. It ain't too heavy, but it's going to be delicious. So that's what I be doing, man. And I, I'm telling you, y'all, if you're looking for something like this, you need to check out Factor. You get to choose from over 35 weekly weekly flavored packed, fresh, never frozen meals that support a healthy lifestyle and meet your meal preference. I promise you, if you try, you will not be disappointed. With the holidays coming up, if you're working more, trying to get a couple of extra hours for the family to make sure you you got enough presents and all that. If you are doing that, just try it. You know what I'm saying? Try it because right now, uh, we're giving you 50% off. All right? Head to factormeals.com slash DIYS50 and use the code DIYS50 to get 50% off. That code is DIYS50 at factormeals.com slash DIYS50. 50 to get 50 percent off i promise you you won't you won't regret it if you try it you know what i'm saying just just try it out prove me prove me wrong i promise you it's gonna be flavorful i promise you it's gonna be delicious you got so many options you could choose from uh they got the um they got snacks with this with the snacks the convenience snacks they got over 45 options and add-ons to suit the various preferences and tastes you can't come on you can't beat that it's options galore baby try today 50 percent off with factor Factormeals.com slash DIYS50. Use the code DIYS50 to get 50% off. A-A-A. Shout out to Factor. Um, so this nigga, this nigga DJ Academics is in a, a pile of poop right now. And the most recent update is actually kind of crazy. So I don't know if I've even seen the most recent. Let's so go. I, I, think we, I think we talked about, we talked about act, academics leading up till now, right? Yes. Okay, so basically, ap- academics has had a... a Media-wise, he's been going up, right? Mm-hmm. But just relationship-wise, it's, it's pretty rough. Like, mm-hmm. he, he started off uh, reporting on 
complex? Sh- uh, no, no, Chicago. Like okay, just yeah, the, yeah, all yeah. the stuff and killings that was happening in Chicago, even though he didn't have a personal tie there. Uh, a lot of niggas from Chicago felt some type of way mm-hmm. about that. Um, then he had a career sort of basically in hip hop and giving very, very strong opinions. A lot of rappers, Lil Baby, uh, Cardi, you know, Glorilla, a lot of people just are really don't like him, right? Yeah. Um, and it's just been getting more and more to the point where a lot of people feel like he just kind of like team- teamed up with Takashi because that was the other not liked person. Mm-hmm. And now he's kind of just struggling with his own respect level in hip hop. Recently, He's been uh, accused of just picking on women and going after, uh, you know, just women, women rappers, all that kind of stuff. Uh, specifically, uh, Carisha from mm-hmm. the City Girls, and he was just p- pretty much talking a whole bunch of shit about her. And then what blew it up was her gay friend Saucy Santana jumped in, said he wanted to fight him, and then it kind of became this gay versus straight thing. All these like homophobic people were back in academics yeah uh, a lot of people were back in saucy they were saying they wanted to fight and um they, they just had this huge huge back and forth and then academics started crying um the most recent update is actually pretty crazy because now dj academics thinks that he was almost set up uh because diddy invited him to a party in london <laughs> and academics actually on camera said Fuck Carisha. Diddy ain't gonna do shit. Diddy ain't gonna do shit. Fuck Saucy. And I remember the last time he had a thing with Carisha, people think that Diddy reached out to him because he apologized the next mm. day. Uh, academics apologized the next day. But now, uh, Academics went online and basically said, he, uh, I think Diddy tried to line me on some Tupac shit. Real talk, I think Diddy tried to pock me. Uh, he said he got an invite to a party in London. Which is weird after knowing he's been back and forth on social media with Young Miami and Saucy Santana. So he said, I heard about a back door, but this sounds like a front door type of thing. And then he tried to make it light, saying that he's going to show up and Saucy Santana was going to start twerking on him and stuff like that. But I think he's scared. I personally would be. Yes. <laughs> yes. I wouldn't want to fight Saucy or be dealing with Diddy and his goons. Listen, so I would it's... I would much rather catch the fade with Saucy Santana than to, to trifle with Diddy. Yeah. Trifle with Diddy. This nigga made a whole group walk across a New York bridge for cheesecake because he know he could. That's insane. He, he did that for views. Imagine what he would do for disrespect. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, and he got the money to do it. You niggas, listen, Your listen. personality, too. Cam and, and Mason, all resident niggas, they said they they said they peace, but also they said that, that Diddy ain't the one to fuck with. Yep. Niggas talk a lot tell. of trash, but Diddy ain't the one to fuck with like that. And this dude, listen, I have no personal beef with, with, with academics. I don't like the way he carries himself. I have noticed that he, he does talk a lot of shit about female rappers more than male rappers. Um, he was winning with Ray Janae Carter, uh, Wayne's son and now Carisha and it's just it's always something and it's like you have added nothing sometimes with the commentary from like NBA and NFL those commentators they've played the game before uh, they've been in the game they know you know the runs the plays all that type of stuff mm-hmm. academic has no musical background little act. none you got you got none so you're just wearing act. your opinion on something that you are just a fan of which is fine but you you talking big shit to not have the money long as some of these other people that can back theirs up. So Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like everybody feels a difference between like 
50 Cent talking shit about people yeah. and academics talking about shit talking shit about people. Because 50 Cent, like, there's usually a reason behind it. And if there isn't, it's kind of like few and far between mm-hmm. as opposed to someone who kind of has like a career in it. Mm-hmm. And then academics just doesn't seem like he would bring the same energy that 50 would. Oh, he's definitely not. So it's just like... If you're the shit talker, like like a Charlemagne, when people get upset about Charlemagne, he's just like, my bad, like I'm I'm just like the radio guy. Yeah. Academics kind of approaches he it like down. he's like on some gangster shit. Yeah. Like I, I wish you would pull up to my pull headquarters. Up to my, what you gonna do? I, we all know. Look, first of all, I don't even want to see him get his ass beat because I feel like it's gonna be so bad. It's gonna be one. Of, it's gonna be that secondhand embarrassment shit. Like ah, I can't even look at this. Like people are like they we're all expected to happen. We're I know I know a lot of us are probably surprised that it hasn't happened yet, but it, I feel like, like it's Takashi, gonna be really. so bad that like I mean they caught Takashi at the gym that one time. It took a long time. It though. did. He but he moved he moves with security. I'm sure he does. Mm-hmm. But he went to the gym and was super lax and they caught him. So I'm 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 not wishing it on it, but if it happens, nobody will be surprised, and nobody's thinking that he's gonna handle himself like that. Uh, when Erica Badu called him Jerry Mouse that's from crazy. Tom and Jerry, first of all, I always thought he looked like an animal, but I couldn't picture it out. But like that was just that spot was on. The fact she was trying to figure it out during the, the interview, whole she was time. just like, "Who do you look like?" And then she said, "Jerry." Jerry. <laughs> and he was probably expecting like a like Jerry Seinfeld, like a human like <laughs> Jerry from Tom and Jerry. That's who you look. And then that's when he realized she wasn't listening to anything he was saying. <laughs> the whole time, I've been bugging her. The whole time, man. Nah, it's, it's, a, it's a crazy situation. It's, like you said, if this nigga Diddy is like doing that kind of crazy stuff, like uh, making people cross the bridge. Mm-hmm. I remember when he was on Drink Champs, he was just like, I can't even imagine someone disrespecting me. Like it hasn't happened in a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he, that's... That's really creepy to just be like, hey, what's up? Come to my party. Yeah. And you're like, uh, I'm kind of beefing with everybody around you right they now. They wouldn't have let that boy out of that. He would have got two steps out of the airport before they beat the shit out of him. I think that it would have been scarier. Like, them, he'd be at the party probably just looking around, and then some dude would probably escort him into a weird room, and then Diddy's <laughs> like on a swivel chair and turns around. Like, that's what it seems like Diddy does. And the fact he's actually being investigated. For murdering Tupac, man. When did that happen? In ninety six. Ninety six is crazy. That was 96. a long time ago for them to just now be like, I think Diddy. And it, it seems like a bunch of people in the industry already know it, but are just like, uh, mm-hmm. Diddy's scary. Mm-hmm. So academics is no Tupac. <laughs> so man, I would be really, all. really scared. He ain't even about that shit. Bro. I would be so scared. Uh, you know, back in the days, motherfuckers, they they make songs about it, but they also be in person talking tough and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Ack ain't never done that. He's only talked tough behind the camera. That's it. We ain't never seen no footage of him at events talking big shit, mm-hmm. saying fuck this, fuck that, one or the other. But behind the camera, at, at the luxury and the comfort of his home, he's the toughest nigga on the internet. He be drunk too. Yeah, and it's crazy. Like this, this is the this is the 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 saddest shit I I saw during this whole thing. He was upset and mad because he couldn't use homophobic slurs. When he cried? Because it would get canceled. That was crazy. You, your vocabulary is so limited that you, you only thing that you have as a defense like is okay. to uh, revert back to homophobic slurs as a defense. It's crazy to me. 
It's it's so much other shit that you could have said, but that's all you 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 small minded. You don't, and that that lets me know that that's a person that's playing checkers, not chess. You ain't looking at anything long term. Well, I mean, I didn't know. Hippie just said, uh, I I don't know why I assumed Ack was also in London, mm-hmm. but let's say he was in Jersey or wherever he is. Diddy invited him to the party in London. Like, I'll fly you to London just to be at this party. That's even scary. would have made it back. I thought it was like, damn, like, you're in the area? Come on, act. It would have been on Pull some up. Princess Diana shit, like the car crashed in the tunnel type shit. I guarantee that nigga would have not made it back to the East Coast. If someone right? who didn't like me was offering to fly me, probably private, overseas, that's so. That's a lot of money to get revenge. I feel like Diddy <laughs> would crash a plane. Diddy was like, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's an expensive get back. Hey. So you know you're not just getting jumped when you get there. You could have done that in the U.S. Like he was probably planning some diabolical shit. Bro, did he still get money from all about the Benjamins? He's still getting money from Damn. Juicy. He's still getting money from Unbelievable, Ready to Die. Damn, he's getting uh, new money from all about the Benjamins yeah. with that TikTok sound. Bro, like it's like, oh, come on, bro. It's it's somewhere in the somewhere in the world. It's probably still rocking Shine John. Like yeah, this is. This is this Forgot is the Diddy. That. that nigga for show had Sean Joe. <laughs> Cologne records shows. What drink does he have besides Ciroc? Uh, De Leon is Jay Z, right? No, De Leon was here too. I thought. I think he do say is Jay Z. Yeah, Jay Z had the do say. How does this nigga have time to do stuff? <laughs> People and love I, his R and B album too. He has some slappers I, on there. You didn't like it? Nah, it was like three songs for me. That's yeah. That's, that's what I heard. <laughs> It's the like Justin Bieber song, the SZA yeah, song, and I was like, something else. It's okay. Uh, there was a are, lot of build are, up for kind of a like that. I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be all the way honest. I was not super impressed with dropping it. dropping an R and B album called Love, and also trying to set up DJ Academics in the same few months. <laughs> crazy life. <laughs> that nigga is a crazy. That is a crazy life. He has like a Grand Theft Auto lifestyle. This shit is crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> shit. I mean, who gonna stop him? That would be tight. Who's gonna stop I kind of want to get to that level of like notoriety where I could just swivel in a chair with a cigar and somebody, <laughs> somebody pillowcases under their back like, oh shit, it's Patrick. Yeah, hey, he fucked up. A mob, <laughs> uh, a crime boss with locks like always up in the bud. I don't know though. Damn, no, it hasn't existed. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that's existed. Maybe right? in like, Jamaica. Yeah, like, but it'll be like the rap. It'll be like the roll. Yours oh, is up. Like your rap. bun looks fun. It looks like, hey man, <laughs> like it's I a fun do bun. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> He be tied up and beating everything. He was like, you? Like, you? Man, let me the fuck out of here, bro, if I slap the shit out of you. <laughs> it gets so tough. You selling drugs in my territory. That's fine. <laughs> it's okay. Just ask next time. <laughs> you kidnap me for that? <laughs> it's all right, man. You good. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn, bro. The fun bud. <laughs> well, prayers up for ac- academics, because... He's probably not going to be going to any parties. <laughs> He's going to have to stay in the house, man. This nigga quarantined himself for life. Damn. And he uh, he actually recently just doubled down on the Tory Lanez thing, saying the truth ain't out yet, and also Meg Thee Stallion's new song is trash. Mm. That's just a random thing. He's like, also, let's go back a few months. Tory still did is innocent, and fuck Meg Thee Stallion. Like, God damn. You don't want fans? <laughs> you don't want followers? Not the female audience, I guess. That's insane. And now now beefing with Saucy Santana is making his audience kind of steer towards like 
the home of he's like doing he's like the Trump effect at this point. Like, Man, can you imagine like, him getting jumped by a group of like six big ass gay dudes and beat the dog shit? That that would I can. be crazy. I can't imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> That nigga better get a deal with Postmates. You gonna be in the house forever. You go, yeah. <laughs> you going against women and the LGBT community and Ooh. Diddy? That's a that's a crazy Ooh. rappers, Diddy, LGBT community, women in general. I <sighs> rough. Put the shovel down. Stop digging. That's that a deep <laughs> hole already, that my is boy. A deep ass hole. You're ideal. Bless your little heart. Bless your little heart act. Little act. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. What else we got on the on the Slater? Y'all ready for The Rock to be president or what? <laughs> <laughs> we the Rock was president. Sh- I might get into politics, bro. Shit ain't real anymore. I'm so convinced that this is... The U.S. is hilarious right now. We just... I, I feel like we just... We're in that, that, that weird stage and we figured it out for the next, you know, couple years. It's just like, oh, let's... Let's try this. Maybe, you, have, you know... Let's, oh, my God. That, I mean, he won't be the... He wouldn't be the first... Um, actor turned president, even but Trump before Trump, who else was Ray, it? Ronald Reagan. Reagan. Was Reagan was an actor. Yeah. Reagan really? was a huge he was a big actor. actor. Yeah. Shut yes. up. Yes, and his wife was known for giving that mop up. Mm-hmm. So they was like, "Damn, we got the first lady in here. Let uh, me go in." Oh, I did. I heard about that. Quick. Yeah. And he, she was an actor too, right? Yeah. yeah. She, she was, she was uh, known giving for it giving that yaka. Damn. But Reagan was a huge actor. And that lets you know, like, if they would take, and this is back in the day, they would take Reagan, who knew nothing really about politics, as the leader of the free world. They're giving this man access codes to nuclear bombs. And all he knows is, that's a cut. This nigga shot a fake gun on a set, and now he's running the country. This nigga never even ran for, like, playing a president in a movie. Well, a nigga who wasn't born in America and and barely can speak was our government governor for a minute. Like, Arnold Schwarzenegger becoming a politician was, it seemed fake. Mm -hmm. And then Trump happened, and I'm like, what the hell? Is Is this real? And now they're considering, I mean, people are saying there's no chance, but people said that against Trump, too. Yeah, exactly. So, if The Rock ran, I would vote for that nigga without hearing any of his policies. Yeah, that's the problem. I think that I would, too. I think <laughs> I would, too, and I think that's exactly how Trump... I would Listen, I would go and get me a pickup truck. I would buy $10,000 worth of The Rock's tequila, and I'm like, America! I would t- I would turn into a racist if The Rock told me to. Damn. I'm like, I don't fuck with you niggers. I would... <laughs> That's the scary part. Like, what if he does make it, uh, and then we find out that we don't like The Rock? Uh, maybe, maybe like wrestling and acting was his niche, but then he gets into op- like office and screws black people over in the lower class. Like, it just becomes like a Trump situation, and and I, and we'll be like, damn, remember when we loved The Rock? Right? Remember Jumanji? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember the Rumble? Yeah, yeah. It seems to happen Walk anytime tall. someone gets into politics. You say what? It seems to happen anytime someone gets into politics. Yeah. What was um. I mean, I only know about this through jokes. It seems like people did not like the Reagan era. No, he he fucked over the whole country. We're yeah, dealing with it now. The Makes sense. Uh, his, his wife, um, Nancy, ran the whole. Didn't she do oh, so dare? Towards the end of his, she did dare. But towards the end of his presidency, he was so. What did he? He had Alzheimer's or something like that. Something like he that. He was so out of it that she was running basically the country, and he was just standing in Bro, front. Bro, the dare campaign was the biggest. Campaign of yeah, the propaganda. The war on drugs that he the continued. The war on drugs is mm-hmm. absolutely ridiculous because he was acting. <laughs> as, 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 as everyone knows, this like ain't no ain't no black people flying no planes from Colombia 
with this pure uncut cocaine into the United States. We don't have the clearance. We don't have the inside people at the FAA. We ain't doing that shit. So the whole war on drugs was ridiculous because they focused on black neighborhoods. But bitch, right. how you think mm -hmm. they getting there? Right. CIA. We ain't got the fucking trucks to pick this shit up from a private fucking airport and bringing it into... Why is the war... Nigga, the war is because in the sky. if you supply it... <laughs> Then niggas have it. Then you bust them, get the drugs, put them in evidence, give them back to the cartel. Mm -hmm. I don't, know. I don't know if that happens. <laughs> I don't think that happens. I always wondered about that, like the drugs and the guns and all that stuff that's just in evidence. Like mm -hmm. people, You think that just be really staying there? Well, they, oh, it doesn't they, stay there. Typically the drugs they destroy. After yeah, after it's been, uh, like after uh, they, they destroy. intake yeah. it, and they process it, and once the case supposedly is closing over, they dispose of it, like they incinerate it. So it's so you can make a copy, like just a bunch of like dishwashing whatever that white stuff is, and then just burn <laughs> that on camera and keep all the drugs. I mean, there's definitely been corruption inside. It would not be the first time. There's been tons of uh, of uh, instances where cops have been known to I mean, like do that type of given the shit. cia is one of the biggest drug runners uh that we know of yeah. they mm -hmm. probably take a lot of it and use it for their own operations snowfall mm-hmm yep i knew it that's crazy to elect somebody who's already good at lying on camera mm-hmm like to, as so, far as, yeah, professional. as an actor yeah, yeah an actor oh. just to like yeah say this and say this say this it's like i got you that's, when, like, that when was my job last time when they're sad about something how do we really know that they're, they're right they're the, yeah mm -hmm. the emotion the delivery like that's literally like your new script is to the un like all right this is this was my job before <laughs> lying deceitful ass actors that's why i lie so much i'm like <laughs> when i get people to believe the little ridiculous shit i say it lets me know i'm a great actor that's what I want to do. I'm going to be really fucking, man, the first drama I get, up. I am going to fucking kill there. I'm going to give you guys a Heath Ledger as the Joker type of performance. The first chance I get on a big screen with a meaty part, no pause. No, no Freeze. homo. Nah, I'm talking about a good part that I can really sink my teeth into. I'm going to oh, fucking knock your socks off, okay? It's going to be amazing. Almost. As amazing as Uncommon Goods. Yeah, yeah. Now, with the holidays coming, everybody knows that the stores are going to be trash. And most people are going to be buying the same gifts. Okay, This is the time where you can really stand out as an awesome gift giver. Somebody that thinks outside the box. Somebody that's completely creative Okay, with Uncommon Goods. They have so many dope things for you guys. Things that you don't even really think of. All right, I just bought an inkless ink. An inkless instant photo and label printer, okay? It's a Bluetooth-connected device. It has a roll of uh, paper in there. You can print off pictures. You can print off uh, labels. It's super dope. And I never would have thought of that. I wouldn't have went to Best Buy like, yeah, this is what I need, or been in Target and been like, yeah, I've been thinking about that. I would have never known about this because I just didn't know about it. I also bought, let me show you this other thing. I got this... Um, this this tray, it's a bathroom bathtub tray that swivels. It's a bathtub tray that swivels because Farron loves to take baths and watch her laptop. I mean, watch her iPad, her furniture on there, have a glass of wine right there, have some snacks, all of that type of stuff. And I thought this gift was amazing. I just gave it to her, like, I think three nights ago. She had a very long week. She got this new gig, and she's 
uh, always working. She's coming home. She's really tired. So I had ran her a bath, had the Epsom salt in there, had the bubbles in there, had the tray connected to the tub, the wine, the iPad. I had did her charcuterie board of M&M's, pretzels, all her favorite snacks, basically. And she absolutely loved it. So these are amazing gifts that you can find at Uncommon Goods, all right? You're supporting artists and small independent businesses. These fine products are often made in small batches, uh, so shop now before they sell out, okay? And, and get in before that holiday rush. This is the perfect time to do it. These products are high quality, unique, and often handmade or made in the USA. So they have the most meaningful out of the ordinary gifts anywhere. And I, that's one thing I can promise you. You're going to find, I love the way they section it off too. You got, uh, you can pick from gifts from your brother, your cousin, a boyfriend, a husband, Father, and then on the women's side, it has a girlfriend, uh, wife, mother, sister. They got gifts for under a hundred dollars, under fifty dollars. Gifts over under hundred and fifty dollars. So you have so many categories to choose from. Take your time, look through, find some dope stuff, and get some amazing stuff this year for Christmas and all of the holiday season. Now, right now, you can get 15% off your next gift. Go to uncommongoods.com slash DIYS. That's uncommongoods.com slash DIYS for 15% off. Don't miss this limited time offer, Uncommon Goods. We are all out of the ordinary. I got some dope stuff on that. Hell yeah. All right. Hey, I just did this again. I just tried to hit the X on that uh, ad read and make it go down on my computer. I'm so used to being on my phone. I've been reading oh, the magazine. Oh, you screened it? Yeah. I've been reading the magazine and tried to zoom in. <laughs> like, real life. A physical like, magazine? Yes. Damn. And I, I just, I'm, oh, uh, I'm out Technology. of Technology. Yeah, man. The best and the worst of it. All right. This is, uh, this next one is, 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 is sad. It's definitely sad. But there's a lot of uh, context behind it. So okay. people are saying that the show Euphoria is cursed. Okay, I knew that was coming. The Euphoria curse. I knew that was coming. It was just a matter of time. This is tough. Uh, so uh, Kevin Turin, which was the uh, a prominent producer that worked on Euphoria, he actually just passed at 44. So rest in peace. We don't know exactly uh, how he died. Um, but since the internet is the internet and they don't care, most of the comments aren't rest in peace, shout out, you know, uh, prayers to the family. Mm -hmm. It's euphoria is cursed, euphoria is cursed, we're not getting another season, all that kind of stuff, which, which sucks when you're tied into something popular. A lot of people like, you know, they don't care about the death or your family. They're just like, oh man, now we're not going to get the, the, the product. People did that with, uh, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Um, when yeah, he, House of Cards with House and, of Cards and mm -hmm. stuff. So. You know, I just wanted to start it off by saying, you know, obviously, like, rest in peace and prayers to his family. Um, but this is this is a crazy show for this to happen to. They say that there was a curse for Glee, um, which is a little bit more surprising. Mm -hmm. But this makes me more think of, like, the crazy stuff that was happening uh, while they were filming, like, The Exorcist. And, like, stuff yeah. that has, like, yeah. a, a negative connotation and is spreading, like, symbolism and stuff to the, to the audience. And... I've never seen Euphoria. I hear it's like a really great show, but I Same. also hear like a lot of people can't watch it because it's like kids and I think they're in high school doing like crazy hard drugs and having sex. And a lot of people feel like they, it's weird to watch, even though the actors themselves are of age in some scenarios, mm -hmm. like they're watching people portray underage sex. And, and 
obviously with uh you know it being such a content heavy era and you know y- the youth is you know copying everything mm-hmm. it is a, it, that's a crazy show for this to happen to it it already had multiple pushes other cast members died some of them even overdosed um there was a, was there more than just the one character that passed away Agnes Cloud yeah that was an overdose yes mm-hmm. and then i want to s- I, I don't know. Is this the third person, not I the second? I think he's the second. I don't know if he's the third. I don't, I don't know of anyone else besides the two that... that but I've, I've seen the show and all Agnes that, Cloud yeah. is the, the only one that, I, that I'm aware of. Um, but uh, I want to say that his death wasn't the reason for the first push. Um, it wasn't mm-hmm. COVID, was it? It was something else? It was overdose. What? No, I'm saying he 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 died from overdose. I no, that. I'm saying the reason yeah, why it the was reason pushed. The reason why they pushed. Um, because he died mo- during that push. Most recently, yeah, but the the season was already out. It could have been strike related. Um, uh, I think it was. I think it was strike related is why they pushed it. And that's like, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of like, uh, I'm in the I'm in the middle because it's like, there is a bunch of content like that that's you know, uh, leaves a negative impact. But canceling a show about kids doing hard drugs, I guess it's not the end of the world for me. Bro, this this is a. Euphoria, Euphoria is the new age kids. I don't know if y'all ever seen yeah. this movie. Mm. It came out in 1995. It's a wild ass movie. It's about this teen uh, who has made it his goal to sleep with as many virgins as possible, but he doesn't tell them he has HIV. That's and, what kids is about. Yeah, and it's holy and it's, shit. And it's with kids. And this is in '95, bro. Uh-huh. And it's with kids, and they're going to bodegas and stealing stuff. And kids like stuff. what kind of kids? Like, like middle school? Like oh teenage shit. Kids. Yeah. So it's like it's a wild movie, and I remember seeing this as a kid. I remember seeing this and was like, it shook me. But I also knew people in my neighborhood that that were that reckless. Not, not saying they had anything, but like. Mm-hmm. I knew homies that was just having sex unprotected. Niggas mm-hmm. didn't care about condoms and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And because of kids, it was a wake-up call for me. And I was like, all right, I'm going to chill. And then mess around, I had a kid. But I still was like, I'm going to chill. <laughs> I wasn't out there like that because of this movie. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, even with the, the kid that I thought was my kid, even with that situation, I used the condom. So kids still had an impact on me in a positive way adversely because I didn't want to be like them. If you haven't seen kids, uh, I don't know where you can maybe you uh, you might be able to YouTube it, like rent it on YouTube, or uh, probably find it on um, what is it Amazon Prime and buy it and rent it something like that. But it's a wild movie, mm-hmm. wild movie, bro. That's I think what... Euphoria does a nice job though of depicting addiction because that's really what it's about. Is yeah. uh, Rue the main character Zendaya's character uh, being addicted to uh, narcotics, mm-hmm. and I think it shows a really good. Uh, depiction of the horrors behind that and how it affects everyone around you and not just yourself being an addict. So what would you say, like, would you say it leans towards, because a lot of people are are saying that it glorifies drugs. There, it's it's so much on, like, the precipice of, like, it, you could see it like that, but I don't think that's the intent, and I don't feel that when I'm watching it. Yeah. Do you like it? But, Do you like it? Oh, yeah, I mean, it's shot beautifully. Mm-hmm. The, it's great actors. Um, it's paced really well. Like, the, the show itself, the way it's just designed in that keeps you captivated and watching the show like it's very yeah. fun to watch in that okay. but it's like should it be it's it's always that like should this be entertainment or should mm-hmm. we be telling people not to be addicted in another way in bro i mean one show so shows the addiction side the other shows shows the the selling side the yeah. wire was all about drug mm-hmm. use yeah you know and they were showing kids 
kids dropping out and, and selling dope. Like, the, the, the kid was trying to do the math problem, and the dude helped him. He's like, all right, you got this many, you know, uh, pills, and you sell this one, you sell that one. How many do you have left? He was like, how the fuck can you get that right and fuck up on this math? He was like, you fuck up the count, you get your ass beat. You know what I mean? So it's 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 just two sides of the same coin, but it's it's the same thing. Like, and this is what's popping right now. We were talking about this on Zooming with the homies yesterday, how kids have peel parties. And they just grab Madison from their parents' uh mirror, the bathroom mirror. Not and, even if it gets you high or not? Uh, and they they all put they put all the peels in a in a in a bowl and people just reach in the bowl and just take stuff. That's so dangerous. That is insane. You just taking Advil, and not it doesn't pretending not, to be not high, like, not like the Advil, not like like, like the perks stuff, yeah. And uh, that's in like body. medicine cabinets. Although if they came to my house, it would just be Advil. Yeah, yeah like perks <laughs> being medicine cabinets. And like shit? when people have injuries on a job or something like that, and they get mm-hmm. prescribed that, they go in their parents' bathroom, get the parents prescribed medicine. So not like Tylenol, Advil, Bayer, and shit like yeah, that. Taking They're a pill a with a mystery stuff. effect is crazy. <laughs> you don't know what the hell it's gonna do to you. Nah, I need to Bro, know exactly. What that's this is. crazy shit. That people just would do that. Just uh, link up to have. have no interest in pills. It's not even fun to take. Yeah, <laughs> and that's, I think it's also there's always been an argument that like, oh, the media is teaching kids bad things, and it's it's not because if you're a parent and you're teaching your child the right way to do things, and they watch Euphoria, right. they're still gonna have that right and wrong and that faculty yeah. of judgment of yeah, this is not real. Life. It all it all boils down to who's watching it. And I think that's what's tough about creating edgy content is because it can be taken as like you said like holy shit that's what happens i'm never gonna do that and it could also be taken as like whoa that's super cool you know yeah yeah and same with hip-hop when hip-hop was always getting judged like what about the kids that listen to this and they were just like what about the parents you could listen to a, a song about a dude getting shot and be like man i i, I want to stay away from the streets and i could see somebody being like i want to get a gun yeah so it really just depends on the who is watching it, but I don't know. I would want to just steer clear. I don't know if I could write a show about that. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, well, I mean, it's a highly awarded show. Crazy. Uh, obviously, an audience for it, and it's dealing it with out. real life issues. That's that's a real life thing. Not for your boy. Only pills I take is Blue Chew. Okay, nice. y'all, y'all know what I'm all about with that. That Blue Chew right there, that is a, a cape for my penis. All right, I feel like. I feel like the super super supplier. Oh, you said when cake. I take a cake. I yeah, thought you like, said cake. I no, no, you said no, no. cake too. Well, I was like, that's not a new. cake, Jesus. That's new. <laughs> a cape <laughs> with a P E on the end. There you go. Uh, I, I love Blue Chew. Uh, we we've been talking about this for years now at this point right now. But just in case we got some new viewers, some new listeners out there, let me tell you what it is. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredient, okay, as Viagra. Cialis and Levitra, but in a chewable tablet and at a fraction of the cost. You sign up online, all right? That's one of the things. Everything is done online. And after you sign up online, you talk to one of their licensed professionals, and they're going to talk to you, ask you a couple questions, make sure you're not on anything that could, you know, react wrong with, with the Bluetooth. And once you get that, it arrives to your doorstep in days, all right? In a discreet box. You ain't got to worry about nobody being in your business. You ain't got to go to no pharmacy, go pick it up. People like trying to start up a conversation with you. Long day. What you getting today? Get out of my business, all right? This is amazing. I love it. Me and Pat have been supporters of Bluetooth for years. I did not need Bluetooth when I started taking Bluetooth. I just wanted to see what it was like. And once I saw the results, I was like, I'm not going back. 
I'm not going back. I'm rocking with the blue chew until the end of time. I absolutely love it. The process, like I said, is super, super simple. Uh, the licensed medical providers are super quick uh, when they set up the meeting with you or either call it or, or uh, email you. It is a super simple process, and it comes to your house every month as scheduled. All right, you have options to how much you get every month, um, as well as the, the 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 strength of it every month. You get to you get to go from that. And if ever you need to like pause it or freeze it, there's no maximum amount of time you have to stay there. If you just need to freeze it for a month or two, you can do that. I've had to do that because I was like, oh man, I got a lot because I've been busy this past month. I'm gonna be busy next month. I'm gonna freeze my account and I'll start it back up in two months. That is absolutely okay, and I absolutely love that as well. So, as always, I'm encouraging. Bam, you need to try this out. Fellas, this is the perfect time, right? If you're looking kind of short on the, on the present side, you know what I'm saying? Maybe give her something that she already had, but on another level. You feel me? So, uh, Blue Chew wants you to have the best sex that you can have as well. And we got a special deal for our listeners. You can try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code DIYS at checkout. Just pay $5 for shipping. That's BlueChew.com. Promo code DIYS to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. We thank BlueChew for sponsoring this podcast. And I thank them personally for making my bedroom time a little better. Now, that's not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I've had some crazy nights with Blue Chew. I ain't gonna hold you. Blue Chew is uh, nice. Hey, Blue Chew is a great time. Blue Chew is a great time. It's a great time, man. Speaking of a great time, ooh, what we got? It's time for the conspiracy corner. Oh yes, we're back. We are back. This is an LA local story. Mm-hmm. So, uh, recent headline. I feel kind of bad for what LA has become. I feel like it's just it's it's horrible now. It's ghetto. Uh, people I tell f- that I'm from LA, they used to be like, "What? Awesome, sunny Hollywood," and now literally, like the last person I I I told I was from LA was just like, "Damn!" Like being from there, like how is it growing up and seeing what it's become now? I'm like, "Damn!" <laughs> so LA is just it's just it's crazy. I, I went to a fashion show this weekend where the models got robbed. It's just, it's not like, the show you were at. At the show I was at, somebody went back and robbed the models, just like they robbed uh, the football team, the football team Colorado when they when they came out here. Damn, pretty insane. Uh, LA is it's a lot going on. Okay, mm-hmm. so the conspiracy going on is uh, is going on with the LAPD. Apparently, in the LA County Sheriff's Department, whatever it is, they did it. No, they definitely did it. Four sheriff's employees die by suicide mm. in two days. Yeah, I just mm. saw that headline. I didn't get a chance to click on it. Now, I know that cops just overall have a high suicide rate. Mm-hmm. They have to deal with a lot. Um, but people are looking at this like, hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. So this is what happened. Uh, authorities discovered three of the four victims on Monday, the first of whom was found dead in Valencia. Uh, just more than two hours later, they found the second victim in Lancaster. Uh, they discovered another body in Stevenson Ranch, and then the fourth victim was located at a hospital in Pomona, where he was pronounced dead. Um, authorities are not sure what caused the sudden deaths, but the department did release a statement on Tuesday night. 
We are stunned to learn of these deaths, and it has sent shockwaves of emotion throughout the department as we try and cope with the loss of not just one, but four beloved active and retired members of our department family. During these trying times, uh, it's important for personnel, regardless of rank or position, to check on the well-being of other colleagues and friends. So that's true. Um, I think that just like the euphoria guy dying, a lot of times people jump over the fact that it's just, you know, something that could just happen and is, mm-hmm. and is sad and go straight to the whole, like, what about euphoria? So stuff like this is like, like I said before, this could just be a thing where cops have a higher suicide rate and it just happened like this. But on the other hand, mm-hmm. I feel like a piece of you is always like, is this related? Because mm-hmm. it was the same day, right? You said? Two days. Same, within two same days. two days, four people. Um, all they, suicide. All suicide. Different cities, though. But <clears throat> I don't know if they were able to find like a connection. People, everybody in the comments are saying one of two things: either they are did something they weren't supposed to do, or they're about to expose something that they're not that's, supposed that's to. That's where is. my thought went. My thought yeah. was like somebody was going to expose them. Yeah, right. They, they had a ring going on or something like that. And somebody was about to expose them, they chose to take that route. And it had to be, I mean, for it to be that bad, it must have been, if that's the case, pretty bad for them to take their own life instead of letting it come to light and deal yeah. with that. That's... Well, I mean, do you think it's possible? Because I think the scariest thing I've learned on this show mm-hmm. was the confirmation that not only does this happen, but there are contraptions that the government uses to make people look like they killed themselves. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. even like the jacket that has them go like yeah. that so that forensically if they shoot themselves even though if they're forced to it looks like it was self-inflicted yeah. yeah so knowing that that's like a thing i forget the dude who got that weird message saying like you're gonna be like self-suicided or forced suicide it was like a term for it mm. so it could be something where they were about to expose something about the department mm. and were forced mm. to do that to themselves that's true you know? possible. like I, I see the way out like a like a, a way out because that happens all the time too. But I feel like since it's the police, and there's because some of, yeah, stuff and involved. Would all four people do it if it was they were all part of the same thing? Like that's also the thing that if right. it was someone bigger doing this to them feels mm-hmm. a little more plausible than the four of them. Especially at the them. same time, yeah. you know. And if they weren't together, you'd think that if it was like a pact or something, yeah. they would be in. And some it, type of vicinity to each so other. It's so easy if it's ruled a suicide that there's no further investigation. Right. Needed. It just ends there. And then you could pretty much wrap it into like, it's a, it's a crazy job, LAPD, and then yeah. the stats, look at the suicide rates. So, like I said, to triple down on it, could this be just something that happened? Absolutely. But I don't know. It's yeah, LA it's we're always, talking about. If it had been one cop, maybe two, right? But with four of them, I'm it's sure insane. they're combing through emails text messages, all of that, to see if it was influenced by some outside force. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if it was an inside job with the cops They're and they closed it already, <clears throat> that's kind of telling. Mm-hmm. That's, that's right. kind of telling. Because yeah. it seems like <clears throat> it seems like organizations like this are more united in the corruption. Like, I used to think that it was, like, cops, for the most part, was, like, an organization trying to do good and it had, like, pockets of corruption. Mm-hmm. No. But, like, when you do more research, it's like, oh, it's like an overarching yeah. corruption pockets with pockets of good, the good honest. Yeah. Yeah. The overarching thing is bad. Which is why when these crazy things happen where it's like the cop obviously used p- police brutality, obviously, like, did the mm-hmm. wrong thing, they're usually supported um, mm-hmm. as opposed to the opposite, you know? So I think that if this was something... I, I'm I'm fonder of the idea of them 
about to do something bad with the organization and the organization retaliated as mm-hmm. opposed to like four cops messed up and they killed themselves because like yeah. look at all the cops who've done horrible things on camera and yeah, they're, they're yeah. fine now I feel like cops wouldn't kill themselves for like being outed for taking drugs or something like that because mm-hmm. like somebody in the comments uh, Cherry asks do they still get pensions if they committed suicide I hope for their family's sake that they do right um, yeah for every job I wonder that yeah. That would also be like if it was say say it was the overarching organization doing this, they would probably keep that inactive just so nobody else is suspicious mm-hmm. or comes after anything else to yeah. keep everybody happy, but and them content as well. Um, I've heard crazier things happening. I watch yeah. Narcos. I would not be surprised. <laughs> the amount of uh, political information I get from Narcos is kind of embarrassing, <laughs> but I feel like if there's a grain of truth in there, where yeah. it's just like, oh, that's a. I mean, I think it is. I think anything like any one of those shows right there, they show you like supposedly how this was done and supposedly mm-hmm. this is what it's I think it's all based in a rooted in a some truth, some history, some amount yeah. of truth. You know what I mean? So Yeesh. Yeah, I know, right? Especially and it's this city is just like, damn, there's so much crazy shit going on around us. That's why I just be in the house. Man. <laughs> a good watch if you haven't already peeped it is uh the fall of the house of, of Usher. Usher. It's on Netflix. Everyone's talking about that. It's Is it good? good? Okay. Eight episodes. It's a good show. It's a good watch. Quick watch. I think I knocked it out in like a day and a half. Me and Farron were locked in. She it's started, like front to back or are there going to be another season? I don't even know. If uh, it is, I don't know how they're going to spin it off. Well, it's an it's, anthology, isn't it? It's Because it's part of the whole... Oh, house, each, yeah. each episode's yeah. Hill, Hill different? House, Hill House is the first one of that and it's the ongoing series. And this, Shut this up. Was based this is around, part of the Hill House and then Bly Manor? Yeah, it's all part of the same. Is this a horror? It's the same like anthology the way American Horror Story is mm-hmm. like each season's its own story with like, yeah. the same cast. Oh, this one's kind of based around it, Edgar Allan Poe. It's, it's a horror? lot of a lot of references. Yeah. It's 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 uh, suspense horror thriller. Damn, yeah. Haunting of Hill House might be my favorite horror series. Period. I didn't watch that one. Was that one good? That one, I haven't finished it. I've probably watched it all the way through four or five times because wow. I keep putting different people on it. Yeah. But well, it's they say fire. There's hidden ghosts in all the scenes in the shots. So Same with Bly Manor. Once you can pick them out. Yeah. Then... There's like, I, I would go to YouTube every single time because there's a whole bunch of stuff like statues move and there's different characters yeah. in the back. Yeah. But it's fire. It's basically about like these five kids that grew up in this haunted ass house. And it goes back and forth between the hauntings themselves and mm-hmm. them as adults and how yeah. it affected them. Yeah, yeah it definitely kind of has that feel. It definitely goes back and forth between the past and the present time mm-hmm. on, on this show as well. But Ooh, it's, it's, it's I didn't know good. that was in the same series. Hell it's yeah. It's good. If you ain't got nothing to do tonight, knock all eight of them motherfuckers out tonight. <laughs> Order food shit. in and chill and, and that shit. Good. Damn. Damn, yeah. I can't wait. I enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed it. Hour each. Uh, yeah, about that. Uh, between 48, 56 minutes. I, I think I realized this weekend I'm never going to catch up content-wise. Uh, it's never, oh, it's no. never enough. Even not just watching everything, obviously, but just watching all the stuff I want to watch. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not going to happen. Bro, if they had did, <laughs> if, they, if, if the, the, the studios had took a year off and the money <laughs> that they saved from, you know, um, shoots and all that, they donated that to homelessness or... Uh, uh, stop world hunger, and we were just forced to watch all the content that's already out. We would have been fine. Catch up year. I would. Yeah. I would. I would love that if it didn't like. If it didn't affect, affect the people. Actors, yeah, the say. actors and the writers. Yeah. Like they if it just was a way got for over us to get a get a get like a, a stipend each month or something like that. Oh, I would love just that would be. We're amazing. not putting anything out. Just 
go into your queue of all yeah. the stuff that it's so much like low key I slept on Apple for a while when it first dropped I would watch a couple things and then I slept on it but yo it's so much good shit on Apple TV Silo oh I can't it's good as well now shit. we're about to be overwhelmed because everything that they've been holding off on releasing Ooh. is just gonna start dropping and, oh my yeah. god no bro all I the just... shit that I've done this year that I haven't been able to talk about like uh, the Johnsons Johnson season three I'm on four episodes of this show. Four, and I have not been able to promote it, and it sucks because it's That's like crazy. I had good roles. Where I feel like if that shit had came out on time, I think somebody would have seen me like, "Yo, this him. We we want to we want to work with." You're him. still putting so, it out, right? Yeah, it's the, I mean the episode still aired. I just couldn't mm. promote it. I oh, see. That's the worst part is they still put it out and then you can't oh, do anything. Oh, is so that what was going on? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We just For couldn't promote TV, anything that yeah, we were in sure on any any movies or any networks. We couldn't promote it. That but the makes, shit still came that's out. That's why people were saying I couldn't say Netflix for so long. But yeah, Netflix. man. So you know, that's it is tough. what it is. That's tough. So, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, we reached the end of our podcast. This episode has been amazing rocking with you. Shout out to all of our sponsors. We definitely appreciate y'all. Uh, Blue Chew, Factor, Uncommon Goods, Prospects. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. And thank you guys at home for listening or watching. Don't forget that the podcast is on all the streaming sites. So you can listen to this as well. If you're at work or you're driving, you don't want to be able to uh, miss an episode because you're doing something you still want to listen. You guys can listen to us anytime, day and night. Audio. And we're on all the streaming sites for audio. So please listen. Run that up. Okay. The description for all of the, the ads and all the goodies and all the, 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 the giveaways are all in the description box as well. So you, you, you still still take advantage of that. You know what I mean? Choose us over your education. <laughs> Choose us over your education? <laughs> the hidden messages? As always, up to hear more. Of Patrick Cloud. We'll see you on the next episode of Damn Internet. You're scary. Black Shirt Gang. Peace, guys. <laughs>